Ghoul afternoon, it's September 26th, time for another episode of Spooktember, a daily Halloween prep podcast. We inch ever closer to the end of September and the beginning of October, the goal, the ultimate Halloweeny month. So today I have another book recommendation. Well, I don't, Diane does. And Diane starts off with a reading, so I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Just enjoy being submersed entirely in Halloweeny goodness. You are sitting in the back seat of a minivan at night. Sometimes the outside world is illuminated by streetlights and gas station signs that you pass by in a neon blur. Sometimes it's nothing but darkness around and ahead, with only the rare passing motorist in your own headlights lighting the way. Sometimes the moon slices through the night sky like a thin smile, and sometimes it hangs low like a fat orange pumpkin. But what lies outside of the minivan doesn't matter. Inside, it is dark. It is quiet. And then the radio crackles to life, and as the ominous tinkle of music drifts in and out, you hear, I am a watchdog. My name is Snuff. I live with my master Jack outside of London now. I like Soho very much at night, with its smelly fogs and dark streets. It is silent then, and we go on long walks. I'm Diane, and today I'll be discussing A Night in the Lonesome October by Roger Zelazny. Published in 1993, A Night in the Lonesome October was Roger Zelazny's last book. Apparently it was one of his favorites. The story behind the story, I was always told, is that Zelazny wrote the book because a friend of his said he couldn't possibly do it. If there are any pals of Rogers listening in, let me know how accurate this story is. My dad has told me this for years, and I'd love to know if there's any truth to it. The tale is told to us by Snuff, the very good and loyal watchdog and familiar to Jack, a mysterious gentleman who lives in a town outside of Victorian London. Snuff guides us through the days and nights of this particular October. There is a bit of magical business to deal with at the end of the month. Business, Snuff informs us, that he and Jack must deal with in order to prevent worse things from happening. For when the full moon rises on Halloween night, the fabric between our world and other worlds thins in a particular place. It is possible to tear a part of that fabric asunder to form a doorway into other realities if the doorway is opened, it would let in unimaginable eldritch horrors and nightmares into the world, reshaping reality in the process. So far, that doorway has never been opened. But this time? Well, who knows what could happen? As the people gather from all over, alliances are forged and broken, and Snuff and Jack must discover who their friends and neighbors really are. Snuff's October is full of gothic, Lovecraftian, and Hollywood horror, because A Night in the Lonesome October is a love letter to all things that go bump in the night. Throughout Snuff's journey, we run into such characters as Dracula, called The Count, Dr. Frankenstein, The Good Doctor, The Wolfman, and more. There are occultists, a witch, a druid, a clergyman, a monk, demons, eldritch gods, and... Of course, 
Sherlock Holmes. Because how could you write a story set in Victorian England, just outside of London, without the great detective? But, since our narrator and guide is Snuff, a watchdog, he interacts less with the famous characters Zelazny borrowed and paid tribute to in his novel, and more with their animal familiars. They are the usual band of Halloweenish animals, your cats, snakes, rats, bats, owls, and even a raven. And Snuff's conversations with the other familiars is a delightful mix of snark, humor, and philosophical questions about the world and their place in it. For me, the appeal of A Night in the Lonesome October isn't the horror, though it is truly terrifying at points, but it is the way the witty, charming way Zelazny wrote these characters. A Night in the Lonesome October is like curling up with a toasty blanket by a fire and a good mug of hot chocolate in hand. I'm there for the scares, don't get me wrong, but I'm also there for the humor. A Night in the Lonesome October plunges me into the fall spirit more than any grinning jack-o'-lantern or crisp autumn morning. Listening to the book has been a tradition from my childhood. My brother and I would pile into the minivan for whatever activity we were supposed to be doing, and my dad would play A Night in the Lonesome October while he drove us around. There is something magical about listening to an author read their own work. And I've listened to this story for so long that Roger Zelazny, or to be more accurate, his voice, is like listening to an old relative who tells great stories. I grew up with him narrating this particular story to me every October. Here are a few content warnings for anyone who wants to read or listen to this book. A Night in the Lonesome October is a horror story heavily inspired by gothic horror and the baggage the genre brings with it. The Romani people are referred to as gypsies, and while they are minor background characters, it's still something that happens, and I thought I would address it. It is also an incredibly violent story. Uh, murder, crime scenes, grave robbing, descriptions of dead bodies, etc. So if that isn't your cup of tea, I completely understand. However, if any of my rambling struck a chord with you, or if you want to know more, Please look for a copy of A Night in the Lonesome October at your local library. If you want to find more things that can get you into the October mood, check out the other episodes of the Spooktember podcast. If you're already a fan of the book, come chat with me on Twitter at ContraPerryChat. You'll find me posting pictures of dogs, plants, and retweeting the latest in figure skating news. I have no cohesive theming or framework. Please share your other Halloween books that get you into the spirit at Spooktember Pod, and thank you for listening. I hope that we pass each other some lonely October night.